Last year, Halloween was put on hold for many of us. We were in lockdown in the middle of a pandemic with no vaccine in sight. And as expected, spending on Halloween was down by nearly a billion dollars. But this year, we expect Halloween to come roaring back, 2020 style. Why is this important? Well, we've all heard that Halloween is the second biggest spending holiday behind Christmas, which for the record, that is not true. Mother's Day is bigger, so is Father's Day, Valentine's Day, Easter, graduation season, back to school season. But still, Halloween is big business. The National Retail Federation is saying that this year's spending on Halloween-related items is expected to reach an all-time high of $10.1 billion. That's up from $8 billion in 2020. And when we see a big change in consumer spending, we go trick-or-treating for stocks. Today on Dumb Money, it's no tricks, all treats, the stocks that we think are going to benefit most now that Halloween is back. We are Dumb Money. Three friends who turned $30,000 into $30 million using nothing more than Twitter and a zero-commission trading account. The suits that work on Wall Street, they call those people the smart money. That's not us. Our goal is to help level the playing field for everyday investors. We are Dumb Money. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. Chris, Jordan, I do need to remind the two of you to smash the like button. I see a few others of the Dumb Money family haven't smashed it either. If you've never smashed the like button on one of our videos, today is the day. No excuses. Scroll to that little thumbs up icon. Smash away. We'll wait. It could be your first time. All right. Thanks, everyone. Uh, so we've seen that uh, on Twitter... Tootsie Roll and Candy Isles in general are already empty. We've seen the headline that the big Orlando theme parks are already selling out for their Halloween-themed uh, nights. My question for you guys is, how are we going to turn this into money? Yeah, I mean, there's so many ways. And Dave, even though Halloween isn't the second biggest spending holiday, I think in terms of the uh, focus of spending, it has to be like the largest because... Like all of the spending goes towards candy and costumes and Halloween decor, right? Like, and maybe yeah. some some tickets to haunted houses. So unlike you know Christmas, right, and and stuff like that, like that's spread across all kinds of categories. So what do we have here? First of all, we want to show you in this episode. We're not financial advisors, so this is not advice. This is what we're doing. These are our trades. So please do your own homework, vet them, and make your own decisions. But there are a multitude of ways to invest in this Halloween trade. And I've been looking at the data really closely, and we definitely are seeing data that shows us that Halloween is back. Now, it's not necessarily back larger than 2019, but we're back to 2019 levels. If you search Google Trends data or even web stats data, which I have access to, my web stats data is showing uh, foot traffic, or excuse me, not foot traffic, eyeball traffic going to websites of companies like Party City, like Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween is actually not public, but the web traffic for the past seven days, which is really important because we're just starting to get into the Halloween season, is up almost 20% from 2020 and really looking more like 2019 levels. So well, and Chris, the is, uh, National Retail Federation is actually saying that it is going to be bigger than 2019 by a lot. This this is their projection of 
uh, $10.18 billion spent on Halloween, and this is just the trend line over time. You can see that Halloween was kind of leveling off and then took a hit last year, but th everyone's making up for it this year. Well, Dave, I, that's a projection. I'm just looking at what's happening right now. What I know is happening now. I know it's going to be way bigger than 2020. Maybe it will eclipse 2019. I can't say that for sure. But the G Trend data, if you look through Google search trends for Fright Night, Fright Night looks fantastic on Google search trends. That's, of course, the Six Flags, uh, you know, Six Flags Big Night, uh, you know, Halloween Fest, basically. If you look at candy, Halloween candy, it's not so impressive. Halloween costume looks really good. Um, you know, Halloween decor, that stuff looks really good. So the question is, how do you play it? Where's the best play? Here's my thesis. I do not yet believe, Dave, that it is going to be significantly bigger than 2019. And I know we have a lot of issues with supply chain still. So yeah. I am not willing to go all in past Halloween into earnings. But I do think that we will see a tremendous amount of buzz, like you just read, about Halloween being back. And that buzz is going to hit in the next 10 to 20 days, okay? And I think when you hit, when you see that buzz hit the media and then financial media, I think we will see a boost in all the Halloween stocks. So what are they? If you go to theme parks, we're talking about primarily Six Flags, to a lesser extent Disney, okay, because it has a smaller impact uh, Halloween Fair? visits on Disney. What? What about Cedar, Cedar Fair? Fair? But I think Six Flags is the most obvious kind of pure play when it comes to experience. When it comes to candy, you have companies like Hershey's, but even more so Tootsie Roll that really had an issue last year because Tootsie Roll has such old school products that are generally purchased um, at the counter. Like as you're leaving the grocery store, you're like, oh, I need some Halloween candy. So you maybe you overbuy a few bags of Tootsie Rolls or Blow Pops or Dave, what are some of the other brands they sell? So yeah, they, they're, they're a hundred year old company. I was just looking it's it's unbelievable that tootsie roll is even a public company and i was thinking well they have to have been like a old industry company they went public in 1922 uh and the brands that they do uh dots sugar daddy uh junior mints you know and they they one of their bigger sellers is those child plays assorted candy bags that for mm -hmm. halloween they put yep. the tootsie rolls in and all their other their other candies Junk. And the, that's the old school candy no one ever buys it for Halloween. That's kidding. Probably I is... prefer I prefer those sugar based candies over the chocolate based candies. That's just me though. You are I, crazy. I'm more of a Tootsie fan. Look at what Hershey's <laughs> got. They've got almond joy. Come on. They've got I mean obviously Kit Kats. Hershey's less of a needle mover for Hershey, best. Jordan. I think it's less of a needle mover for no, Hershey than less Tootsie of an Roll. Yeah. I think. But you also have retail stores where they sell a lot of candy, Five Below. We talked about them in the last episode. That's a great example of how to play the candy, uh, you know, comeback on Halloween. But you then, you guys, you have costumes. And I think that's real. the costume trade is really interesting because you have Jack Pacific, which is a company that I traded many years ago in the short window of time I, I managed a hedge fund for myself. Um, so I hadn't traded them in years, but they are part of my Halloween basket. They own a company called Disguise Costumes. And Disguise, if you go look at Target or Walmart, look at the back of the costumes, they make probably half of all the Halloween costumes, at least for kids that are out there. The ones what's, they what's put in those this bags. Stock, what's the stock that owns that company? J-A-K-K. It's a toy company called Jack Pacific. They own disguise costumes, and I think they have a pretty monster share of the costume market. So um, they would benefit on the comeback of costumes, but also 
you have Party City, okay? So Party City is going to not just be a play into costumes, obviously. They compete with Spirit Halloween, but they will also be a play on Halloween decor in general. Um, Listen, I am not interested in Jack Pacific or Spirit or Tootsie Roll um, for other than this trade, okay? But I created a Halloween basket, and all of these companies are in my Halloween basket because I do think we'll see a tremendous amount of media. We'll see a lot of retail investors, maybe institutional, pump into the Halloween trade, and it's all about timing. I think we're still early enough that you can get into the Halloween. I'm going to try getting in this Halloween trade maybe for a matter of days to weeks. So that's kind of the time frame for me, assuming that this Halloween is back publicity kind of surge will happen in the next 10 to 20 days. Am I missing any companies there? I think I, I had a couple that I'm missing. Uh, just so, one of my concerns, though, is that we're going to talk we, about we, the core. Did, did we bring up the core? Because that could be Michaels, and then Pedro actually said Etsy, which I didn't think of. But that's um, is it a needle mover? Of an impact, but people will be buying Halloween decor on Etsy for sure. True. I'm, I I don't believe it would be a needle. It might be a needle mover for Etsy. I, I think it could be more so for Michaels. Um, certainly they should be in the consideration set if you're putting together a Halloween basket. Um, are they companies that people are going to run out when they hear the Halloween is back and overbuy? Uh, I'm not so sure. I'd rather stick with Toots- a Hershey, Tootsie Roll, Party City, definitely, right? Maybe Six Flags when they realize how crowded and sold out Fright Fest is going to be. Now, again, now, this the, the is The trends, not- though, ba- based on this, is again, a projection from the Retail Federation of, a, of the World. Uh, they, they say that uh, handing out candy is going to be up. Decorating is actually going to be down. Dressing up is even. Carving a pumpkin is down. And throwing or attending a party is up. And the biggest gains are in throwing a party and handing out candy. Because those are the things that were kind of taken off the table last year. So okay. I, I don't see decorating and dressing up being a big needle mover other than just the cyclical nature of a brand like party city that you know every every holiday they tend to do more sales okay i feel like that's already priced in agree with them i do not agree with them one the data is not showing first of all who the hell are they like they come out with these projections all the time and they're wrong about half the time okay like Dude, let me just say something. Look at the data. Halloween costume is up. The week of September 20 to 26, 2020, showed an index number of 17 on G-Trends. Uh, it's showing 22 right now for the week of ni- the 19th to the 25th. That is up significantly year over year. Party City, on, when, wait, which is mostly Halloween costume. costume, what are you looking at? U.S. past five years? I'm looking at U.S. five years, Halloween costume. I'm comparing I'm the seeing week. that this September 19th, or 25 we are at a 22 and if i go back and, and here september 19 20th to, 26, to 25 is a 17 so it's slightly 17. up it's 17 that's not to, slightly up dave that's not 17 to 22 is not slightly up that's like 40 percent up <laughs> that's a lot uh so uh here's the thing also if i look at WebStats data for party city which is primarily halloween costumes it is up almost 20% for that same week in terms of web traffic, which is fascinating because you don't really, you would think web traffic would show kind of flat because people are okay going to parties this year, right? So you don't have to search for Halloween costume to buy one on Amazon this year. You could actually go to a spirit or go to uh, a party city. So the fact that the search traffic and the web traffic is up in addition to what we're going to see, I know that walk walk-in traffic is going to be way up. 
okay, from last year. So I feel pretty comfortable that Party City is probably, I don't know, Party City is probably my best pick here uh, if we think we're going to see a bigger uh, Halloween. And I think costumes are going to be up. Because, by the way, guys, my kids didn't, Jordan, did you? Well, I guess my kids did have a costume last year. Um, I'm trying to remember. We I, we didn't do anything big, uh, obviously. Um, See, last year I spent more on Halloween because in, in addition to the candy, I had to buy individual bags to put out on the front porch so that people could like do touchless, uh, contactless candy pickups. Well, that's just you being ultra responsible. I, I don't know if that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that. <laughs> you don't think that was a trend? Did you, were you giving out hand sanny? <laughs> no, no. I, I gave away. I gave away candy, but it was in yeah. little uh, little paper bags, recyclable paper bags, because you know. So. So what's your guys' trade? I'm going to tell you, I put together a Halloween basket. I'm in it for days to weeks. Again, not financial advisors. So what I'm doing, I have six flags. I have Tootsie Roll. I have Party City. And I have Jack Jack Specific. And I have Five Below. That's my Halloween basket. And I don't think I'm going to stick around post-Halloween to see how earnings plays out. I'll probably be out of these, uh, at least for my Halloween trade, prior to Halloween. What are you guys doing? I'm staying away from Halloween. I don't see any trade opportunities that I think are outsized. I think that the things that you're invested in, five below is going to do what it's going to do, not necessarily because of Halloween, but because of all the other trends that we've been talking about. Perhaps, and that's part of the reason why I put five below in that basket. I probably wouldn't have put it in that basket if it was just for Halloween. I agree with you, Dave. Um, but I think you're getting swayed a little bit by that national retailer. I don't even know where they're getting their information from, but I think I think they're, it's they're basically they'd you. use uh, surveys to determine oh, intent. Surveys are the worst. <laughs> you, you know <laughs> the survey industry the sur- is skewed. Don't ever listen to what people say they're going to do. Listen to what people are actually doing, what they're searching for, what they're actually talking about, what where their eyeballs are actually going. Uh, I do not trust those surveys. They are junk. I spent a decade in the survey industry. I don't trust. Jordan, how about you? I like Hershey's, mainly because I want to be able to buy something and not have to sell it in two weeks, man. I think I could hold <laughs> on to Hershey's for a while. They are killing it. They're, they've got Skinny Pop, the popcorn. They do Pirate's Booty. Did you know that? Um, which we know all of our kids love. And so they've got, oh, yeah. they've got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, and they've got a nice-looking five-year chart, too. So yeah. Jordan, you would, for the long would, term. You would make a long-term value trade out of this, Jordan. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, the value's not there. Right. They're, they're fairly valued. They're like a 25 PE. They've, I mean, they're up 100% over the year, I think. All right, so th- there are our Halloween trades. By the way, I want to say something right now. I think... I read it in a uh, email newsletter that Howard Lindsay and our buddy put out this morning, and it basically says the recovery is on. It's like officially on. I think we're going to need to readdress the recovery on our next episode and look at the recovery stocks that we invested in and where we sit. Should we go back? I've been trimming some of those due to leverage issues. Should we go back and double down on those now that the recovery might be back? Is it really back? Let's look at the data the next episode. We will bring in all the data for the recovery trade on our next episode this week, whenever Dave has time to pull his travel suitcase uh, studio out and do it with us. My two top recovery trades, by the way, are killing it today. All right, so okay. don't talk about them now. Let's talk yeah. about them on maybe Wednesday, Dave? Thursday? Yeah, Wednesday should Thursday? work. Yeah. Okay. I might, I might just right. go light and just do this thing from a laptop. Okay. Make it way easier for all of us. Hit, hit the, give us a thumbs up if you haven't yet, guys, and please hit the notification bell. Uh, we'll see you and Wednesday. we will see you on Wednesday.